Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Sulia Podcast. My name is Safo Kwame Ohenebe, and on today's episode of the Sulia Podcast, we are going to discuss Lionel Messi's eighth Ballon d'Or. I don't want to go on memory lane or historical lane. We are not going to talk about the fact that did Wesley Schneider deserve it. We are not going to talk about the fact that this is my opinion. I think Robert Lewandowski was robbed. We are not going to talk about any of those things. We are going to talk about this calendar year. We're going to talk about the criteria for winning the Ballon d'Or, and then we are going to conclude on whether Lionel Messi deserves it. It's a raging debate. It's a sensitive thing because I think both sets of fans, Ronaldo fans, Messi fans, are all these ingenious people, but we need to take this con- this this matter very carefully and then answer the context, answer certain pertinent questions. My name is Safo Kwame Ohineba, and welcome to another episode of the Sulia Podcast. Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down. Degenerate into something fool. We just got tired of doing what you told us to do. That's a brace, boy. Yeah. That's a brace, little man. Break it down. Well, to, de- to determine or to make the argument as to who deserves to win the Ballon d'Or, I think it's simple. And it's one thing we have to recognize when it comes to football is the power of PR or street cred. I think uh, Messi and Ronaldo over the years have been able to gather this street cred that they do not have to do something that will blow your mind. They do not have to do the outstanding to, to win these kind of awards. It's become more of like a popularity context over the previous years. And... The question is this, when you win, and I think it's going to be a question footballing organizations are going to face for a very, 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 very long time as to whether they decide um, who is going to have the, especially in a footballing, in, a, in, a, in an international footballing season, like the World Cup, the Euros, the Copa America, whether when a player blanks out in that in their calendar, in a football calendar season, like it's not up to their, like it's not up to their best. That people who are far better than them, but then they perform so well in international competitions. How are you going to marry the two? How are you going to be decisive? How are you going to like give someone the footballing product that is due them? That's a very difficult thing to answer. And um, in the past. I think the best case scenario you could get with a player doing so well in the calendar season and then doing so well in the World Cup and still not winning the Ballon d'Or, best case you can make yourself, I think Wesley Schneider in 2010. I know Messi fans are going to groan, they are going to complain, all of that. Because Schneider was good in the season. You can't take that away. It doesn't matter what you think. Schneider was good. Schneider was good during the during the throughout the season. You can mention Milito, that Interti, they were good, but Schneider was pivotal. Schneider was equally good because, let's not forget, in 2010, the Dutch, there was really nothing special about that Dutch team. They had Van Persie, they had one or two players, but you cannot underestimate Schneider's influence. Schneider was tied on goal scorer with David Villa and Thomas Muller. That's how good he was at that tournament and didn't win. 
And that is why in 2018, Luka Modric's win was pivotal. Because Modric, on a club level, had performed so well and went to boss the World Cup. He 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 showed up in the World Cup. But you see, and this is what is hypocritical about both Messi and Ronaldo fans. Because I clearly remember Messi fans were upset that why is Modric winning and that Messi should win over Modric. They were upset. They can't change their mind now. But you see, today it suits them. So it's easier to accept it. Now, this is the reason why I believe Messi deserves to win. Because in as much as he won the World Cup, and in as much as I think his PSG career was not as exciting as it, as it used to be, or it was not one of those seasons where he had in Barca, where Messi would ball so much, but Barca would just not do well. But you can see that Messi balled. In as much as he didn't have that kind of season with PSG, he still secured the relevant things that were supposed to be secured, like the league. Uh, and I know the league, the league is not a comp- people. The argument is that it's not a competitive. But you see, he did the barest minimum he could do over there. And in as much as he did that barest minimum and he crowned it on top with the World Cup, I see the reasoning why they would give it to him. But we've all got to acknowledge that this award, two truths can exist. It's very unfair to Ellen Haaland too as well. Because what more would you expect of a player in a calendar season? In 2010, when, when Messi won his Ballon d'Or, he 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 didn't even win a treble. He didn't he didn't win a treble. He 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 that was the best individual performance you could ask of a player during that time. And he had that best individual performance. But he didn't win a treble. But his individual performance was seen as was deemed as good enough to win him that ballon d'or. So if the you see, if you put yourself in such a tight corner, if you put yourself in such a tight corner, then that's what brings about all these problems. But then at the same time, the principle is people have we have always clamored for the fact that we should put some respect on the World Cup. If someone does well in the World Cup and also had a good season throughout, then you should give the ballon d'or to that person. If that if 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 and that is why people like me, I was very happy when Luka Modric won. So if that principle is what we have stood on. And that principle is what Luka Modric was giving that award based on. Then I think we should equally stand on that principle to understand the reason why Messi won the Ballon d'Or. But even with that aside, individual awards like this create this kind of problem. Because I've always had this question too. If Kolomwani had scored that chance, does that mean Messi no longer deserves the Ballon d'Or? Does that mean we are going to overlook Messi's performance throughout the World Cup does that mean we are going to outlook even his performance in the final does that mean we are going to overlook all his six game performance and then give it to Kylian Mbappe and that's how fickle these things can be making judgment based on these things can be so this is not a long podcast but it's just a food for thought I just had to share my opinion on it I believe the World Cup is the Coupe de Grasse is the, is the, is the creme de la creme is, is the Mundial it's what everyone has this expectation on this what everyone clamors around and so far as it is the top-notch thing and see to be very fair to, to Messi we we have always said he cannot win the World Cup he's not good he's not he's not that good enough proves everyone wrong wins it a jar husky couldn't see top that is something we all have to admit so far as he's won it we cannot then overlook it and see okay 
he, he just won the World Cup but does not deserve the Ballon d'Or. That argument will be very, very difficult to make because the World Cup is also in the calendar season. The World Cup has that prestige about it. And I've seen other questions to go in on around about if Messi had had the season Ellen Haaland had had. What does that mean? Messi, Messi. Uh, that, that means Messi would have won the would have won the Ballon d'Or. Simple, and that's something which I believe is factual. And I have stated that if Messi had had Ellen Haaland season, had won the, the the treble, Messi would have won the Ballon d'Or. It is because of the images, because of the credibility that comes with these people. See, Messi is that player who a reigning FIFA president has said prefers over another player. Like it's it's not. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. It's something we all know that Messi is indeed a boy toy and is indeed a favorite child of the powers that be. So he doesn't really need to prove anything more beyond the ordinary. But you see, at the end of the day, it means this award is basically being about historical antecedents. It, it doesn't focus on a year in review. But then I would like to hear anyone's thoughts. You can reach us out on Sulia Podcast. You can hit me up on a baby Safo. Then we can have a conversation. But I believe this is not it's, it's not a robbery. It's not a robbery. It's one of those awards you can understand. It's it, it's not this is not the 2010 story or the Lewandowski story. This is this is something you can understand. And and I'm personally not mad at it. I don't get why people are mad at it, but I'm personally not mad at it. The name is Safo Kwame Oheneba. Thank you again for... This episode was not long. Thank you for sticking and staying with us on the Sulia podcast. You can reach us on at the Sulia pod, or you can get it on every podcast media, CastBox, Apple Pod, Spotify. Catch you on the next episode.